but they do have some wonderful pizzas, um, and, and a lot of people haven't tried their dessert pizzas. In a fact, dessert pizza. I, I was not, you know, when we when they first opened, we were. I saw people eating something, and I said, I what actually is? went and asked. Them, I said, What is that? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so we went and ordered, and it it was just outstanding. Ah. So they have a fabulous dessert what? pizza. They have a dessert pizza. Oh, they drop do. whatever you're doing. <laughs> like, uh, uh, go try out this dessert pizza. That does sound very delicious. So I actually spent、uh, several hours down at the library.、Mm-hmm. I went down to the Idaho room. Yeah, yeah. And a lady came in and helped me because I knew it was a Kringle hardware. That's all I knew that it was an old Kringle hardware. I kept hearing Kringle. Kringle. What's Kringle hardware? It was the name of the family that originally had that space since. All right, we are. Rolling, but you know I always need something too to drink. It's like an operation to get this whole thing. I bet.、Uh, up and running. So, because basically now I have that camera running, and then I have a camera on you, and then I have this running as well. <laughs> and、uh, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's.、Uh, I actually even had a、uh, a third camera,、uh, so I had like. Three cameras pointing at us, and、uh, yeah, it was definitely an operation to just get that. And then it would actually make my life a little bit more difficult because then I would have to、uh, edit that camera, that camera, and that camera. So then I was like, maybe we don't really need this camera here,、right. <laughs> you know? Two is good. Two is good enough.、Um, all right, I think everything is rolling. I'm in focus. You're in focus. I hate when I'm out of focus, and then I just look blurry on the video itself. It's like, no, <laughs> this is killing the video. But a lot of times,、uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna roll out the information because it's got such good information, basically. All right.、Um, so let's get this rolling. So I, I, I usually just say like, welcome to another podcast. I think this is like podcast number eighteen. I think. I'm not sure. I think the playlist said I had 17. I don't know, somewhere around here. I have Lisa here, and、uh, Lisa, I guess maybe let's start off with、uh, who are you? <laughs> I guess for the people that don't know who you are,、uh, I guess maybe can you give us kind of like a little summary of、uh, who who are they about to like watch? Sure,、know? sure. <laughs> Um, Lisa Budicky, and、uh-huh. uh, we've been in Twin Falls since ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. Nineteen ninety four. We moved here. Where did you move from? From Orange County, California. Oh, okay.、Um, my husband's business at the time where he worked moved from Glendale to Twin Falls, and so over the years we both have transitioned. I spent、uh, about eighteen years in economic development. Oh, okay. uh, for Southern Idaho Economic Development, and I was a consultant, marketing consultant, and then I did some marketing consulting after that、mm-hmm. for some other、um, economic development regions in the state. And then we had a, a wonderful family trip.、Um, it was、uh, probably five years ago. We went to Denver,、mm-hmm. and we went and saw a concert. And while we were there, my husband was looking for something, and. For cupcakes for some groups that were coming, and we needed cupcakes, so we stayed behind myself and our two girls, 
and he wandered off looking for cupcakes and he had his phone and he's looking around and all of a sudden he gets to this big building and he's he's thinking well I, I don't know how am I going to get cupcakes so anyway he walked in mm-hmm. and he ended up being at Denver Central Market oh okay and that was his first experience at a food hall oh okay and you walk in and um, there were numerous uh, vendors within. There was a bakery, there was a bar, there was Italian, there was salads, there was, uh, they had the TV on and he ended up watching some golf and people walking in and out. They had a florist, they had... Did you lose him there? You know, well, <laughs> like... <laughs> pretty much, like, yes. Uh, he, he just moved in there afterwards <laughs> uh, and then you're like, where's he at? <laughs> he, he was gone for quite a while actually and we were thinking, well, he's, you know, walking around and enjoying... He's trying to find some, <laughs> these cupcakes. <laughs> exactly. So he came back literally a few hours later, and he had cupcakes. He goes, you guys are not going to believe what I ran into today. Mm -hmm. So he encouraged us to go the next day. He took the three of us, and we went. And he says, you guys have got to see this. So we walked in, and we were equally in awe of this experience. It's like a magical place. It's almost like Disneyland, you know? Yes. We had never seen anything like it, to have all these different vendors all under a single roof. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and a TV was on, so we sat down, had some wine, and the girls had a beer, and we, you know, had an appetizer, and we walked around, and we just had, we were just in awe about it. And so what happened at that point is that Dave said, you know what, when we came home, he said, I would love to see this in Twin Falls. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay. All right, you know, <laughs> and uh, he's an entrepreneur, and so I just thought this is another you know, statement in his his life of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, you know, being an entrepreneur, you always have these ideas. Uh, the, the the thing where it gets a little bit complicated is actually like fully committing and putting a bunch of money into it and things like that. So, exactly. you know, I have like 10 different ideas in motion at all times, I feel like. And, and he does too. And so I thought, well, you know, it's just another idea and, and uh-huh. a thought. And so anyway, the year, I think a couple of years went on and I didn't realize this at the time, but he was kind of keeping his eyes on some properties in mm-hmm. um, in in Twin Falls to see where that might be a good fit. Yeah, and he he ended up looking at one location, and I didn't know this until later. And then finally, he he noticed that the Salvation Army. Was yeah, you know, I used to go to the Salvation Army all the time. I do this thing where I go like thrifting, ah. where I go try to find something and I flip it. You know, or I, or I'll uh, find something and then try to just use it. You know, actually, you won't believe like a lot of stuff in this, uh, like this set right here, that plant behind you, bam, thrift store. You know, <laughs> okay. uh, so I, I got like thrift store uh, decor all over here, and it doesn't even look like it. People would never notice. It would look like I actually went and bought it at some kind of fancy store or something like that. But like the majority of stuff down here, just thrift store. So yeah, so I'm very familiar with that uh, building. Yeah, so you remember the low, they had the low white ceilings mm-hmm, yeah. and uh, just really brick wall all along. And then they had that outside, they called it the yard. Oh yeah, they put everything out there. Like that was junk. junk. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. Crazy. Uh, I would kind of, it's like rummaging through junk, basically. And you're like, what is here? You yeah, know? just old wood and just junk. It was just sort of a, mm-hmm. a kind of a catch all place and yeah, yeah. kind of a junkyard for them. Yeah. So he ended up walking in there and um, then he, he came home and said, you know what? I think I found 
the spot to develop our first food hall. I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah, it was. And it really was because it had a, it was all on a single level and had indoors and outdoors, which yeah. is very unusual that you would get Both. that outdoor space, um, mm-hmm. which is even larger than the inside. Oh. Um, and so he just thought this would be ideal. And so he worked with the, um, uh, he worked with the, um, real estate folks that mm-hmm. was the guys that were selling it had to go through corporate at Salvation Army. Yeah. And we looked around at first when we went, we went down there before we bought it, we we're looking around and there was a, there's a little upstairs area and he was peeking through and noticed that there were some beautiful wood ceilings, but it was hard to tell because, you know, we were just peeking through a little hole and mm-hmm. they looked very dark and so forth. And we thought, well, let's see what happens. So anyway, when we, we made the purchase, we decided to really jump in on this thing. It was pretty significant, right? You're starting a whole new business. Yeah. It was really the first in the state. There is none, there was none at the time, a food hall in Idaho. And so we started talking to people and they thought we were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Usually with any, (laughs) any idea that people are like hesitant because any entrepreneur idea is almost kind of like a risk. Definitely. And it's kind of like, Ooh, it's like, it's much easier, safer to just be like, no, 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 no. You know, or like, uh, I'll just keep doing stuff. But like you guys definitely took a risk on this. Yeah, definitely. so so keep going. I get- uh, yeah, definitely. So um, we uh, we went uh, we went forward. We purchased the building mm-hmm. and um, we started, we had uh, Creative Carpentry was our contractor, fabulous group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and these guys had never done a commercial project before. Oh, okay. But we had trusted them. We worked with them for years on just some things at our house and bathrooms and and they were really excited to be a part of it. Yeah. So uh, they jumped in, and we really didn't know what we were doing. We just thought, okay, we got to start demoing. You know, we got to start pulling out this this low white ceiling. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, we saved everything and donated it. We we tried to save everything and yeah, 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 and keep it going. So anyway, we started pulling things down, and we saw that ceiling up above, and we thought, oh my gosh, it goes way up. These beautiful trusses. It was fantastic, and yeah. We ended up going to, um, we did sort of a, tr- a trip ourselves. We went to, I think over the process of about a year, we went to th- 17 or th- I guess 15 food halls around the country. Mm-hmm. We wanted to visit uh, food halls that were similar in our size yeah, <clears throat> to kind of learn best practices, yeah, see yeah. what they're like, you know, not let's not reinvent the wheel. These other people have yeah. done this. They've been there. Uh, we did make some appointments. Some people were willing to talk to us. Mm-hmm. Others weren't. Yeah, I know. I've run into that problem, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're like, sometimes people are just like, nah, yeah, yeah. you figure it out all by yourself. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, but I'm just asking you for basic information. Like, Right, and we're not competing <laughs> with you. You're in, yeah. you're in Atlanta. You're in a whole other state. <laughs> you're in North Carolina. We went to Oregon. And anyway, so while, it was really fun because while we were there, our contractors took a picture of the ceiling, and they had uncovered all the the very upper part of the ceiling had uh, windows mm-hmm. that we weren't aware were there. They had all been covered up probably since the, well, we think probably since the early late sixties, early seventies. They probably covered up that ceiling with those low white ceilings. We're guessing somewhere around the fifties or sixties. Gotcha. So uh, during this process, did you learn anything about the building's history, uh, what it used to be, or anything like that? So yes, thanks for asking. That's a really good question. When we first purchased the building, we just thought we're getting into a, Salvation Army. We're building. getting into a building, and we've got an outdoors, and we got a lot of cleaning in. Yeah, <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta figure like this a, out. Right? We gotta like rebuild the building, like essentially, because like you know, even myself, I didn't think that building that had that much potential. 
You know what I mean? Like nobody. uh, You know what's crazy? It's kind of like people are underestimating buildings, and you guys basically showed like a perfect example. Like, look at this building that you underestimated, and look what we've done with it. So it just blew my mind. Even even I, when I go in there, because I've been very familiar with that building. I don't recognize it. Uh, I'm mm. like when I come in, it's like it's like modern, all updated, and so forth. So it's really, uh, it, it's like I, I I have a very hard time kind of like you know envisioning it being a Salvation Army or anything like that. But what did you learn about that history? I keep getting off tangent here. That's okay. So it was very interesting. We were uh, visiting with um, Dan Brzee because we were going to work with him with all of our HVAC and heating and air conditioning. And mm-hmm. we brought him in early so that he could kind of see what was there. And he just happened to mention, he says, you know, I, this building has a lot of history. And I said, oh, and I just, he started talking. And so I thought, wow. So I actually spent uh, several hours down at the library. Mm-hmm. I went down to the Idaho room. Yeah, yeah, And a lady came in and helped me because I knew it was a Kringle hardware. That's all I knew, that it was an old Kringle hardware. I kept hearing Kringle. Kringle. What's Kringle hardware? It was the name of the family that originally had that space since 1907. They oh. had built a wood structure where we are now mm-hmm. uh, in 1907. And it was a blacksmith, boilermaker... Um, uh, machine company. Oh, no. And then in the back, they had a repair yard for steam engines. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was in 1907. So anyway, I went to the library, and the lady was very helpful. We found pictures. I was shocked. I didn't you, you know had, all of this. You I had did. pictures of it as well? She uh, had pictures oh. in the archives. Mm-hmm. And so I took pictures with my phone. And I mean, it was just like I hit you the jackpot. You got to send me those photos. I'll include it in this. They're wonderful. They're on our yeah. website, too. Oh, are they? Yeah. Right, I'll throw them in. <laughs> there you go. I'll throw them in as you're kind of talking about it right now. Yeah, so we have a history section on our website because there really is a lot of history. So anyway, we got I got that history, and I came back to Dave, and I said, you know what? This building is incredible. We have no idea. We're just learning about it. So mm-hmm. then we started pulling out the ceilings and all of that. And then we realized, you know what, with all this history of this building, and it started to expand. In fact, Dan mentioned for me to call the one of the sons of the former owner of the hardware store that bought it in 1972. Oh, okay. It was still, it stayed Kringle until Salvation Army purchased it in 92. So it was oh. Kringle hardware, Kringle, Kringle, Kringle. Yeah. But then it became just an ace hardware by then. It wasn't, obviously they weren't doing machining in blacksmithing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um uh, so we, uh, I ended up visiting with one of the sons and he says, I have boxes of stuff that we've been keeping and I'll give it to you if you promise to display it. And I thought, okay. So then it ended up where I had that whole wall. Now, when you walk in, mm-hmm. I turned it into basically a, a kind of a history wall. As you walk in, it takes mm. you from 1907 to 2020. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, I never even noticed that. I just fly in, get no. some food. And you need like... to stop and look at all the cool stuff. Yeah, it's, geez, <laughs> I'm such a bad person. I'm just flying in, got to get my food. And then there's all that uh, history it's, right there. It's wonderful. And we found uh, we found old whiskey bottles mm-hmm. under, there was a, an area by the Smoky Bone um, from the Prohibition where they had been storing whiskey bottles and they would come in the back door mm-hmm. and get, whiskey and drink and then they would leave so there we found some old whiskey bottles uh the son actually gave me some to display he gave me some other items i took i I just gathered everything that i could find and so we ended up turning it into a history wall so that people could understand that there was a lot more to this building than just another building yeah this is like a perfect example of how to use an 
old building and transform it into something modern and something that people can actually really use on a you know daily basis and so forth. So right, and it was it was important to us once we started getting into it when we realized the history. You know, we told the contractor, save everything, reuse everything, mm-hmm. leave everything as natural as we can. Yeah. And so when they started tearing out the ceilings, um, you know, the lower ceilings, all the wood for that, they saved all of it. And you can see it all repurposed throughout. Um, some of the windows, actually, we have a few pieces from 1907 still in there, just a couple of, of metal pieces. But the original doors and windows from 1926 they had just covered all of that up with stucco. So it, it was all covered up. So it was all just, it was really, you know, in, in good shape. Of course, it was dry and very old, but we saved everything. We reused all the wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we reused some of the windows and doors between some of our vendors now. You can see them displayed. Uh, and almost all the wood that you see throughout has been repurposed from the original yeah, uh, building. Yeah, that's awesome. It's like you guys are you guys are almost like, well, obviously perverse, uh, preserving the history there, you know, and also kind of like improving it at the same time. Exactly. Uh, it's uh, really cool. Um, now, um, let's talk about a little bit about the businesses that are in the, um, um, you know, in the food hall itself. Um, so I had Matt here, so I don't know if you uh, got a chance to see that one, but him and I talked, him and Matt and I used to work at Jack in the Box. That's what he said when you first came to the country. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I, him and I used to work at, uh, Jack in the Box, uh, he would eat these burgers all the time. I don't know. He would eat five pounds worth of burgers or something like that. <laughs> Cause he was like working out or something like that. So I know uh, a little bit about full steam express um, what, uh, how, how did you, how did you start contacting these businesses and getting, you know, how did you make a decision? I'm like, okay, this is, this is what I think should be in the, the uh, food hall itself. Yeah. So that was actually, uh, Dave's doing, he was mm-hmm. really in charge of that. And he, he just had this vision. I mean, from the very beginning, he had this vision of how this was going to be. And I remember him walking me through the building and saying, you know, I want this here and I think this should go here. And I was just, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see it, you know, to yeah. me, I just couldn't vision it. It was just too far out of my realm, but he knew that he, uh, he wanted different, um, different opportunities for food. So he knew he wanted barbecue and he visited with, uh, Juan Martinez over at uh, the Smoky Bone who was, you know, over by the yeah, um, off Shoshone, that yeah, small location. That- that uh, smoky bone is so delicious. Like I, 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 you know, if people have not had it, it's, they it's don't know what they're missing out. What, like, you know, what? What I also want to kind of talk about is like, what is your favorite thing to order from these places too? You know, um, so when I go into Smoky Bones, uh, I'm always getting the brisket. Uh, that's that's really it's one of my favorites, but I do like to switch it up with mm-hmm. things with What you else know, you what do you salads. what do you else you like over there? Uh they have really great um tacos. Tacos? Um, yeah, they have brisket tacos. Brisket tacos? Yes, they're oh. super good. They're one of my favorite. They actually have a really good salad. It's a I get it with shrimp. And so um but let me go back real quick oh, on the, on the on the um the different vendors. So Dave went over and talked to Juan and said, Hey, you know, I'm, I've got this project going on and, uh, would you be interested? And, and within, you know, a day Juan said, I'm in, 
So yeah, he yeah. was, yeah. So like, he, yeah. yeah, he says I'm in because he needed a lot bigger space. He, the, the parking was good. He just thought it was a great concept, and everybody was taking a risk, obviously, because this has never been done before. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, he was really our anchor tenant uh, at the beginning. So then he went out and sought, you know, pizza. He knew he wanted pizza. He knew uh, coffee would be a good opportunity. Mm-hmm. He wanted some ice cream, so we reached out to Cloverleaf, and oh, they, they yeah. said we're in because they never really could. They had some random opportunities in Twin Falls, but they never had a really good place oh, yeah. to have It's like the perfect spots. spot for them to be Amazing. at as well. It's like, uh, uh, obviously, they've got uh, the the main one in, in uh, Buell. Uh, Buell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was crazy. Um, I I tried out all of their flavors once. <laughs> yeah. They gave me all of the flavors, and then I tried them all out. And you know what I, my favorite came out to be? The strawberry, you know. Really? Okay. I tried every flavor out, and then I was like, "I'm just a strawberry guy, basically." So who would have thought? It's but so good. it's it's the best strawberry uh, ice cream that I've had. I can tell you that everything is good, but their strawberry for some reason just like tops everything out uh, oh, for some the, reason. The, cr- the creamery of those those the taste of the creamery, and and they actually I think were just recently voted having the best ice cream in the state. Yeah. E- so easy, easy, uh, uh, and. I milked one of those cows. Oh, <laughs> they let me milk some cows. Apparently, <laughs> back in the day, they were like, uh, "I got a chance to go and milk some of these cows." I always was fascinated how that works, and I remember going into there, uh, in, in there, and I was like, "This is so much fun!" And I think the uh, owner was there too, or something. And he's like, "See, Jim, you know, he loves milking cows," and then he's like, "I was kind of like." Uh, making his uh you know milker like 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 you should be this enthusiastic about milking cows new opportunity so. for you if you ever need work right yeah yeah it was so much fun uh and milking they're well, cows they were they're well treated you know oh, yeah. and they're uh they have free range and they're you know they don't use hormones and things and it's just it, it's excellent so we we confirmed them and then uh the the sushi uh folks reached out to us and so Dave invited them in at the time mm-hmm. then the last one was well of course we had the bar yeah. and then the last one was um that i forgot to mention at the time was the mexican mm-hmm. um he has since left mm-hmm. he was there till uh, he was there from january till about october mm-hmm. um he was a small small business yeah. and uh, it was just the 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 traffic was just more than he could do he yeah. wasn't able to hire people that were you got yeah. It, it does his, get very busy in there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like uh, just uh, everybody's hungry. People need to eat. That's the bottom line. You know what I mean. Uh, and uh, it's a great spot to just have all those uh, options right there. It's like I'll get a little bit of this. Exactly. Let me grab a little bit of ice cream as well. You know, maybe before I head out or something like that. Or you can even have a coffee. You know, it's mm-hmm. all it's all there basically. Um, so that way you don't have to kind of like travel around different. Uh, you know, uh, spaces or so forth. But going back to your favorite spots, so uh, I'm like a brisket. What's your favorite ice cream uh, that you typically like? Uh, what do you typically order for Cloverleaf Creamery? For Cloverleaf, well, we we get their milk when we we can. We often forget. Oh yeah, it's I totally forgot. They there. got milk they, too. You can buy their milk. Yeah, yeah, they got chocolate milk and and regular, and regular milk. milk as well. And they come in these like jugs, glass uh, bottles. Gla- glass bottles um, 
they look really fancy. This, these are like, these are not your like regular milk jugs. Like you look at this, and you know if you have this at your refrigerator, you're like, I got some nice milk here. Yeah, I've got straight some from local. exactly. Yeah, straight from that cow. You know, two blocks down or exactly. something like that. Uh, that's really cool uh, to just even you know, you know. People should be definitely getting this milk, I feel it's like, It's delicious, too. and they have cream. And um, so I don't know. You know, my favorite ice cream, my kind of go-to is the uh, the salted caramel. Salted caramel? Car caramel. Caramel. Caramel, whatever you... Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when they have the seasonal ice creams, I go with those. Uh, they're pumpkin right now. Well, I don't know if they're still having pumpkin, actually, because it's December. But I just... That was just amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, they do have some seasonal ice creams, and so... I try and get those because I know the standbys are going to be always there. But yep. when they have those special opportunities to have some new flavors there, they're worth trying. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, did they have any other stuff like cheese? I think they had... Uh... No, they don't sell their cheese. They don't have cheese. They don't make cheese. They oh, have... I could have swore they had some other stuff there. No. Uh, I forgot. Uh, I'm trying to like visualize a video because I, I've I shot like a few videos... Uh, um, But uh, it was just all of their products that they're typically selling and so forth. Yeah, but again, the, the best ice cream, hands down, probably, you know, easy peasy. Um, uh, what do you like to order? And this is, I like hearing this from you because that way when people go in, mm. you know, they kind of have an idea like, okay, well, Arnell says the strawberry is good, you know, and then salted caramel. Sal uh, Lisa's saying salted caramel. So that way when you go there, you're like, I know, I'm going to try out what, what they're basically saying. They like it too. And like I said, I've had all of their flavors and I'm just like a very particular with uh, the strawberry uh, uh, ice cream. Um, what about uh, Matt's place? Uh, uh, full steam ex uh, espresso. espresso. Uh, what, do you, what do you like to go ahead and kind of order there? Yeah, so I'm not a coffee person personally. I love, no. this, <laughs> I love the smell of it. I have tea. Yeah. Uh, I'm a tea person. So, uh, But I love the smell. When they make that coffee in there, the smell just is wonderful. I love the smell of coffee. I just yeah, can't he's, drink it. He's like making his own coffee oh, or uh, like uh, mm -hmm. he's uh, making it from scratch. He's yeah. like, uh, what did he say? Uh He was saying like it's like live coffee or something. I, 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 like it eludes me what he said, um, but yeah, he, he's literally making his own coffee, brewing his own coffee exactly. for people mm -hmm. uh, to go ahead and uh, test out. Um, so, so you're a tea person. I'm a tea person, so I try their teas. They have some good green tea drinks. Mm -hmm. um, um, I'm not a, a green tea can be tricky sometimes the way it tastes, but actually yeah. it's been very good the way they make it. Um, they throw some vanilla in and some almond milk and they just whip it up and you can have it hot or cold mm -hmm. so i do that but i my standby there is um uh earl gray tea i do a london fog oh okay favorite. nice um i i don't i'm a like a red bull Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm yes, a Red Bull I person. That. I see that. <laughs> I go and uh, get uh, some Red Bulls to kind of keep me like up and uh, uh, at it. Uh, but uh, I usually like. Uh, I have a friend. His name is Miro, and he he's the one that always orders for me. And I'm like, whatever you're getting, uh, I'll get. He's usually get this like it's like a it's like a cold brew uh, iced mocha or okay. something like that. Yes something like that and they have all these like you know fancy names i'm like just give me something that tastes good you know that'll like wake me up you know that should be kind of like a 
you know, something on the menu. Just give me something good. <laughs> you can't miss there with whatever you're Yeah, he's got, like. and he's got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, something that did pops into my mind is you guys had like a famous influencer come we did. down. We did. Um, her name is Raina is crazy. Raina right? is crazy. Raina is crazy. And uh, I showed up to this. I was like, I got to see this for myself. And I don't know if a lot of people missed this, but that was, this was so interesting because it's like, she's like a small girl, right? And then she's got a YouTube channel and uh, she eats mountains <laughs> of food. She does. And uh, you guys like invited her and you're like, come on down uh that was so cool uh come on down and then matt i'm assuming uh yeah matt uh matt's team made like a mountain of crepes that's right and uh she was just going at it like crazy but she unfortunately she was not able to beat she that mountain <laughs> it was a I, I was like i can't believe you she even got that far into it but uh yeah it was like you know, like a giant table size. Right. <laughs> it was a mini table that she was basically trying to eat itself. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she also jumped off the bridge afterwards as well, too. So it was like crazy. It's like uh, eat a whole bunch of food and so forth. How did that come about? How did you find her uh, or did she reach out to you? Yeah, her, uh, her representative reached out to us because she was traveling mm -hmm. uh, into Idaho and then down into Utah. And I think they were trying to find unique places and and they they found like, us on the internet googling us and uh they realized we were food hall and so it actually turned into something larger um i i suggested that they make two days here and i work with mm -hmm. um melissa over at southern idaho tourism yeah so that we teamed up on this it made a little bit more sense because i wanted it this person to not only promote twin falls and at the food hall but here she is and she has an opportunity now to shoot some video mm -hmm. <clears throat> to promote tourism and yeah melissa can use that um yeah uh, video as well so we turned it into a, a really a two-day event for her she spent uh the morning eating the crepes um and uh then she came back in the evening and she went to each of our vendors and did a small little piece there. So we were able to turn each of those into small highlighting, videos. Highlighting each, each of the business. vendors, yeah. Yeah, and so we had each of the vendors, and then she compiled it into a, a just a general second South Market visit. Mm. And so she showed all the different um, places, and then she went to each. So it was really quite fun. And then yeah. and then I kind of turned her over to tourism, and off she went to the bridge. And off to jumping <laughs> off the bridge, and she went to, to some different the places, the falls, and... Uh, uh, Ritter Island or something yes. and uh, just kind of like just highlighting Southern Idaho itself. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any kind of other things that are going to be potentially uh, is, uh, like uh, in the future like that or so forth? Uh, you got anything exciting that's you're like, people need to know about this? You know, not yet. It's the end of the year. This yeah, is it is kind of like the end of the year. Like maybe once this spring gets right. around here, we're back in summer because like in winter, things just kind of like everybody almost kind of like wants to be a bear. You know, hibernate. hibernate. It's like we're in hibernation status. What are you trying to do here, Arnell? Right. You know? and, and remember, we only opened in January. So we're just finished. We're just nearing the, the our full first year. Mm -hmm. So we've learned a lot. Um, we have some ideas of what we want to do. I think we're going to have a lot more music outside mm -hmm. in this summer. We, oh, you know, okay. we, we had bands, you know, kind of like maybe every other Saturday, some Saturdays, some Fridays. I think you'll find as we get into the spring and we open this outdoor area of the yard mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to get a lot more music going on 
Fridays and Saturdays almost consistently throughout the summer this year. Gotcha. What When you say you've learned a lot, what would you say is like, what are the top things that pop into your mind that you're like, this is like a lesson that I learned with the opening up? Uh, second South Market. Well, you know, we were we were really on our own. We couldn't really consult with anybody because <laughs> there was nobody here that did it. We, you know, the city was kind of talking to us. And they're like, "You want to do what? You want to have how many what?" And we, you know, mm-hmm. same with the health department. They were they had no idea what we wanted to do, and so we had to work with them on, um, you know, a lot of the the places that we visited had a lot of ceilings over their uh, vendor spaces. We just did not want that because yeah. we wanted to see those ceilings. So it was it was a really learning experience of how to um, work with um, entities in the city and at the state level to to do something unique because they didn't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a learning experience. I think um, you know learning how to work with a lot of different vendors. You've got a lot of different people. You've got different personalities. Um, I think another issue is learning where our revenue streams coming from versus costs. Mm-hmm. We really didn't understand, of course, because no one had done it and we hadn't done it. Mm-hmm. You know, what are our costs? What are our, you know, how much do you think we need for trash? And how much do you think we need for electricity? And all of those have been pretty much blown out of the water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> They're like, just way over what we Well, we thought it was going to be this, right, but right. It's, it's actually really this. this. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And uh, so... That's that's been a, a huge learning experience, and just you know, just introducing it to the community's been kind of mm-hmm. a learning experience too. And of course, we announced our project at the end of February, and they shut down the country two weeks oh, later. Oh yeah, it's like you guys. The crazy part is like you guys are like starting this whole venture in COVID. It's like. Uh, where everybody's like shutting things down we're like stopping and uh, you guys even had like a soft open and then like a actual full open is how i recall it uh well yes that you, was you guys like you know what's crazy is like even though you guys did it through covid you guys basically like plowed through it and we're still successful uh throughout the whole process which is like amazing you know we had to we i remember when this happened we looked at each other and we said what what has happened? <laughs> yeah, what happened? You can't to the anticipate world? this kind of thing. You know, yeah, it's, it's never like, happened in the history of the of the globe. Yeah, it's our lifetime, I guess. You know, it's it's like the world was this way, and then bam, uh, it was like this. And so basically, you guys were like throwing all these other challenges yeah. with uh, COVID itself. So. What what was your I guess mindset when all this COVID stuff was happening? Were you worried about uh, Second South Market or uh, like like well we were putting in a lot of money in this? This is like a this this was already a risk. Now we have COVID. Now it's actually even amped it up even more because it's like uh, it's Correct. like it's like a it's like somebody put up a wall. It's like hey you already have a wall, but how about this wall? You know, all right here's a nice brick wall. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was scary, no question. You know, and we, once we calmed down and, and thought about it, uh, you know, Dave's a, he has his vision and he's going to see it through. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, we remember at that point, we were still, we were just beginning demolition. Mm-hmm. And so what was nice for us is that um, we didn't need to close down because the guys guys, were, it the... was huge. It's, it's, you know, almost 14,000 square feet inside. Yeah. It was just a big open space. And yeah. so the contractors could work in different corners. You know, they can be doing that over there and they can be doing that over there. 
and the contractors were thrilled that we weren't closing down because oh, yeah. they wanted the work, you know. Yeah, it's like, I need to still feed my family, uh, just, you know, let's keep this ball rolling. And uh, I'm glad you guys still just kept, because you had an option. You could have just basically pulled the plug until things calmed down. But it, at that point, it's, it's like you're already in it. It's like we got to see this through is probably what I'm understanding. It is. And we just said, you know, we will see this through. And our vendors, at least Smoky Bone, was counting on us because mm -hmm. he knew he was moving. Yeah. He was working on leases. And we had an estimated opening date. Um, of course, that was pushed. We were supposed to open in the summer. We didn't open until uh, January. But... Uh, it, it, we just had to see it through and we hung in there and actually we're really glad that we did because considering the costs now, mm -hmm. uh, for, you know, contracting costs, everything and, has gone you know, through the roof now. So you guys got in there like perfect time before like the spike of everything, exactly. like, like wood, like, like getting a piece of wood is so expensive these mm -hmm. days. It's like, what did these trees just become like so valuable? <laughs> like, when did this happen? Like, uh, here's me. I was like building something and I was like, I need to get some wood. And instead of going to like the hardware store, I went to a thrift store to buy like wood. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. Uh, and, and it still worked out. But yeah, everything just shot uh, through the roof. Everything is just going through the roof now. Um, even housing and things like that. Uh, um, I mean, we, we even had the force, Dave had the foresight, let's get these redwood tables purchased. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the money was just streaming out, but we knew that our revenue wasn't going to be coming in for a much longer time. So yeah. uh, we were able to get work with um, the Small Business Development Center, SB Region 4 Development, to give us a bridge loan. They've been fantastic to work with. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you go to a bank and we were talking what we wanted to do and they looked at us. They said, really? <laughs> yeah, banks banks are really <laughs> hard uh, to convince on new venture mm -hmm. ideas unless you have uh, some kind of like uh, collateral that they basically take or some kind of assets. Like you're like, well, you know, we'll give you a loan, but you got to put up your house or something like that, you know? It's like, oh my God, are you crazy, you yeah. know? Uh, but uh, that's that's very interesting. So uh, if you had to do it all over again, would you, I'm assuming, yes, right? We would, and we have had uh, some folks talk to us about, you know, would you, uh, there was interest in, in building one in a different community and mm -hmm. in just, you know, north of us around the state. But they said, would you be interested in helping develop one in our community and we said you know what no we, we've done this yeah you know we were we thought we were going to retire and then dave came up with this idea and uh so we just we've we've really have been pleased with how it's all turned out mm -hmm. um uh everything everything seems to be going well we anticipate that they'll we'll have some vendor turnover mm -hmm. and that's not a bad thing in fact that's kind of common in food halls but yeah, yeah. they either grow and mm -hmm. they decide to get their own brick and mortar, which is what we'd like to do. These are small businesses. Yeah, it's kind of like if almost kind of like a testing ground to go ahead and make sure that, you know, the business is going to be like, you know, can grow and so forth. Right. They don't have to put in that big expense mm -hmm. for their own brick and mortar. They can test it out here. They can get to the point maybe where they get larger and they want to move out and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, grow their own business somewhere else. And we can bring somebody else in. Oh, yeah. And okay. so, yeah. so the food hall is constantly going to be changing with, uh, well, not all the time, but uh, uh, I guess, you know, there is that op option. Vendors of, uh, might come and go. And yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, I like that. Then they're like, oh, okay. Like I get to, I get to So the Mexican food mm -hmm. is gone. So now we have a, a Japanese Chinese concept. Mm. Okay. So that's in there now, and um, 
you know, we'll see how everybody goes. And Yeah, uh, there's always uh, different foods to kind of try out and so forth. And you guys do have like a bar there as well, too. We do, the Tap House. The Tap House. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, like, what's your favorite drink, you know? <laughs> well, you know, we, we like wine. Um, Dave likes to, they have a Just, lot of really interesting beers yeah. that change up. And so beer drinkers enjoy there more, actually, than the wine drinkers be- just because they uh, have the opportunities yeah, to get... I didn't know they had wine there, too. They huh? do, mm, the beer and wine. Okay. And they have some good uh, margarita drinks and things that you can that are a little more um, kind of uh, fluffy-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people enjoy those, but it's it's people really enjoy the beer because it changes. Yeah. Uh, and they can get things that they haven't tried before or get some of their standby, so... Uh, gotcha. it's, and what's nice about that too is they have that uh, they have that kind of garage door that can pull up in the summer, mm-hmm. so that people who are outside oh, they can walk so straight they're up straight from the outside. You're like, hey, give you me a beer, have... you know. Uh, it's yeah, kind of like being at a pool, you know, and they have those. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you don't swim up; you walk up. Yeah, you see, yeah. <laughs> And we need to get a pool over there. That way you yeah. have like a pool no, party. No, thank you. Yeah, you're no, like, thank you. No. <laughs> Not a good idea. <laughs> no, 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 no pool parties no. here. No. It could be kind of like Vegas, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe that's food hall. No, maybe that's a potential food hall there in the future go. or so could forth, be. you know. Could be. Food hall and slash pool cool. outside. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Crazy idea. Um, and then uh, what about the pizza place, right? Uh, Lucy's. Lucy's. New York Pizza. Um, what kind of pizza uh, you like to try there? Do they sell by the slices? They or do. They sell them, but you can buy, get a slice. Uh, Takeout and inside inside eating. Oh, okay. And and when, when COVID hit, um, did these businesses then go to some kind of like, you know, curbside? Because I know a lot of businesses went to like a curbside pickup so they all everybody had to like figure out technology like how do i make ordering online possible so that way uh because i know some places uh like the smoky bones you can order online and go pick it up right and you can um lucy's pizza has a great delivery option Mm -hmm. um and so that was we didn't we didn't get into that curbside thing we just it was very complicated the way our yeah, par- the way our parking was. I mean, people were welcome to order and come in and pick up, which they did. But we yeah. didn't do the curbside. It was just yeah, it, so you know, complicated. It it's was. like, how do I, you know, yeah. like how do I make this actually work or so right. forth? Yeah, this whole COVID thing is like is like behind us in my mind, you know. But it, we're still kind of in it. Mm-hmm. It's like we're always in it. We're never trying to. It's like let us be out, you know. <laughs> Uh, but they do have some wonderful pizzas, um, and, and a lot of people haven't tried their dessert pizzas. In a fact, dessert pizza. I, I was not, you know, when we when they first opened, we were. I saw people eating something, and I said, I what? actually went and asked them. I said, "What is that? What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> so we went and ordered, and it it was just outstanding. Ah. So they have a fabulous dessert what? pizza. They have a dessert pizza. Oh, they drop do. whatever you're doing, <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, go try out this dessert pizza. That does sound very delicious, actually. I think uh, uh, Gertie's. I remember. I don't know. Like, I don't know if Gertie's is still around, or I think they shut down they after. But they, they had did. the dessert uh, pizzas, and I mm-hmm. loved that. Uh, I was like, this is so delicious. You've uh, got to try these uh, at Lucy's. Uh, okay. All right. Had, now you've given me something to try <laughs> out. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna go get. 
I'll go get my top three favorite things. I'll get some brisket, uh, get some a dessert pizza, and get some ice cream. Yeah, like strawberry, <sighs> strawberry ice cream. It's like what? It's like somebody's listening to this and they're like, maybe. I think I need to go. Visit. I think I need to go visit and uh, try this out. And if you're like, oh, I don't have enough energy, boom, hit up Matt's place, and that's then, right. Get you literally home. have the, like a whole ecosystem there uh, running by itself, essentially. Yeah, and it's great for families because you know it's so fun to come in and see you know dad's got barbecue mom's trying the sushi Mm -hmm. and the kids are eating pizza and everybody's happy yeah you know and so everybody can get what they want it's a casual environment you can move your chairs around Mm -hmm. um when we first opened we were at a third of our seating because of covid Mm -hmm. um and we wanted everybody to feel comfortable so there was a lot of open space spreading so then over time we were gradually adding to our you know maximum seating where we are now but outside is people can move their tables you can move chairs uh, it's very flexible seating, which is kind of nice for folks. And so when we get big groups and small groups and some people want to, uh, you know, after Sunday, we have a lot of families that come in and they can put a bunch of tables together and there's 20 or 30 people all lined up having lunch, you know, it's yeah. really is nice. Yeah, I would say, what what would you say is like the, I was, how am I trying to say this? Is like, what would be like the biggest, you know, like, uh, like, uh, like was well first it was like what what was the biggest lesson from all of this you know like uh what did you like and, and what i really want to say is like is that do you get some kind of like uh like value of uh you know seeing everybody so happy that you guys have this uh and then just because again it just used to be a building and then it's like now it's like a whole different thing essentially we had so much fun when we first opened because there were so many people. There were so many people just like... No idea what a food hall was. They're like, mm-hmm. what's a food hall? You know, and and uh, they didn't experience... So Dave and I, you know, we were there almost all the time, working the front, welcoming people, kind of explaining things, showing them our, our history wall and explaining how it all works. And, you know, now it's fun because we're there working and we'll hear people come in and they'll bring friends and they'll say, okay... This is how it works. You know, you do this, and then you take your tray, and you put it over here, and they, you know, they've been here before, and they're all, everybody's looking. So it's, it's fun, and it's wonderful to see and to get comments from the customers that mm-hmm. as we're cleaning tables, you know, thanks for keeping it so clean, and we love it. Yeah, you guys place. always, it looks so nice and clean all the time. And, you know, what surprised me, you were working there, too. So it's like you're the, you you and your husband are, like, the owner of the building, and you guys are, are like, you're in there, you know? Like, you're working your butt off as well, too. Yeah. Uh, I thought you guys would just be like, uh, okay, here you go, we're out of here. But no, you guys are like doing something that I don't really see really like other owners kind of do. It's like being in there and then you guys are trying to do whatever you can for these uh, businesses as well too. Exactly. You know? And it's it was important to us. I think we didn't realize we were going to be there as much as we still are. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day. Yeah. Dave is there and I'm there. We switch hours and... We've had trouble getting people to work some of those slack hours in the afternoon while the kids are in school. Yeah. You know, we have kids that work at night and they're good uh, They're good staff, but getting that day done is, has been very hard. So we team tag it and he works half day and I work half day, but we're there almost every day. Uh, he right. is for sure. Yeah, because I thought, I thought this is what you guys would be just like, that's well. What <laughs> that's what we thought too. <laughs> that's what you guys thought too. No, no. <laughs> no, we knew we were going to be busy yeah. and working, but we just didn't realize that it's going to be really every day and here we are year in and we're still still at it i was mopping floors yesterday yeah i i I saw this and i was like what uh because like uh 
because uh, most people just would just take a step back, yeah. but you guys are still involved in it. And I also saw that you guys got nominated for something. I got like an email. Uh, what did you guys get nominated for? Uh, so th- this was just actually last night. It mm-hmm. was uh, the ceremony was last night. It was Grow Smart Idaho. They recognized businesses in Idaho that. Um, help communities and they use grow smart principles they have different principles about lighting and heating and building a uh, friendly uh, place in a community and so we are awarded uh, an award for that last night there were two of us and there's only been two uh, awards given in twin falls since they started in in 2015 so oh wow and you guys got nominated we, we, uh... we nominated and then we were recognized just last night with an award for that so that was that was nice, and we've had some good recognition um, uh, in the paper and in the TV and so forth. And mm-hmm. but it, we get a tremendous amount of pleasure of seeing customers enjoying things and kids with moms and dads and couples and the, the whole gambit of um, of folks. And when people come up to us and thank us, it's just it makes yeah, it worthwhile. Yeah, it's like it's yeah, like wow, well, right now yeah, I see why I'm here. It. You know, it's totally worth yeah, it. it is. Um, uh, for people that are like have an idea and they're entrepreneurs, right? Because uh, you and your husband kind of like, you know, uh, especially as I said, your husband is like entrepreneur. Like, what would you say to potential viewers that are like uh, entrepreneurs and they have an idea of trying to do something in Twin Falls or so forth? Like, would you have any kind of advice for them uh, to kind of like, like, hey, well, you know, this kind of worked out for us. Maybe it'll work, so forth. What, what would you say to a potential entrepreneur about uh, starting a business in Twin Falls or so forth? Well, it's a great place to have a business, obviously. And mm-hmm. I think if you, you know, Dave has that vision that you, he has that vision and nothing's going to keep him away from doing that. He, he really, he'll run into obstacles, but he'll figure it out. And there have been, you know, instances where he's he hasn't succeeded as well as he had thought in some of his prior businesses. Mm-hmm. But in this one, he just was determined. And I think for an entrepreneur, you have to just, even with the COVID thing, you have to just say, we have to carry on. We have to, we have to continue with our vision. If you know you have the financing and you can at least get through and then you have some other sources, you know, like Region 4 where you can turn to to help mm-hmm. uh, fill in some of those gaps. But, you know, financing is a big issue for yeah. any entrepreneur. Yeah, it's a, a lot of people like seeing like, oh, this is going to cost this it much is. and so forth. And it's just like it's like a brick wall for mm-hmm. a lot of them. And then it just uh, kills their idea. There's probably a lot of ideas floating around yeah. and they just haven't been executed to, you know, that uh, vision itself. Uh, um, so w- would you say there's anything else that they should, uh, how, how would they, uh, over, how would they pass the barrier of the paywall, I guess, like needing to go and get these finances? Like, should they start, you know, saving up money, like, and trying to like find, uh, money elsewhere with organizations or this and that? Yes. You know, saving money, we, we've had investments over the years. And so that really, some of those investments helped pay for this you know Mm -hmm. we had some property that we sold yeah we had some savings Mm -hmm. and so we were able to i mean you know we're we're 60 and so we've had this we've had years of building up we were very good about saving investing Mm -hmm. um we just we didn't buy a lot of toys we didn't buy boats we didn't buy skis and i'm not skis but we we do ski yeah yeah, you know we didn't buy a lot of toys Mm -hmm. and um you know we sent our girls through college but we were really good about um our finances and i think 
you know, over the years that builds up. I mean, this just didn't happen. You know, we're, we're 60. And so we started this in our twenties and yeah. we got married. And so, you know, all these years later, that's, that starts to pay off. And yeah. so then when you need that money for whatever it is, at first it was the house and then we built again and, and started, you know, we both have been working and so we've been saving and investing mm-hmm. and, um, Dave's a good investor, and his his mom, who just recently passed, she was a great investor. Yeah. So um, I think all of that, but you have to have, obviously, that financing. And then you have to have sources like Region 4 that you can turn to mm-hmm. who are, are understanding about entrepreneurs and helping small businesses. So yeah. they're, they're a real go-to place uh, for us, and we had worked with them in the past on some of our other businesses. Gotcha. So they knew us, they... They knew that even though this sounded a little crazy, they had confidence that we were going to make this work. And so they were willing to take that risk. And um, now it's beneficial for everybody. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I think it's definitely an asset to the community itself. Um, so it really kind of comes down to is like save some money, you know, like save. stop spending it yes. on uh, stop spending it on, uh, you know, like. You know, like, oh, I really need this. I'm like, do you really need that? Like, do you yeah. just uh, save it? And then uh, uh, if you really truly believe in your idea or whatever it might be, then, uh, you know, just save and then slowly. It's not, a lot of people think it's like an overnight thing too. No, that's what I was trying to, you know, <laughs> we're 60. So we've, yeah, we've, you, we've you, saved you, you've, you've basically saved, 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 saved. And then it's like, boom, now it's kind of coming to fruition and exactly kind of like, uh, um, you know, what you kind of wanted uh, to go ahead and do or, or with the idea and so forth. So it's basically kind of like save, 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 and then go for it from Yeah, there. and have a vision and, you know, consult with other people in the community that mm-hmm. have been there. Um, you know, some we've encouraged people to talk to Dave about, you know, one of the things too is our building, <clears throat> excuse me, is in an opportunity zone. Yeah. And that was huge um, yeah. for us uh, from a tax standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people, and it, and again, this, nobody had built a business in Twin Falls and not, I, I guess ours was the second or third investment in the opportunity zone, but yeah. um, our accountant had no idea what it was. And so mm-hmm. he did all the research. And so he's all up to speed on it. And our Attorney figured out everything he needed to do to figure out so that now we have people in place in Twin Falls Mm -hmm. from a legal perspective and a tax perspective that are all up on opportunity zones because Dave and Lisa had to go to them and say, figure this (laughs) out, help us out, out, you know, do your research. There's a a lot of like research that goes into it, Mm -hmm. Um, you you know, because even any idea, you have to devote so much uh, research and testing and so forth as well too but there are people out there who've done this and yeah. like like we did we we traveled and went to other food halls yeah there you go i i i do a lot of youtube research or just digging through the internet on uh, different ideas because like the i uh, you know i've come to the realization that like uh it's really hard to find a super super original idea you know i think sure. i'm like i got a brilliant idea and then i started looking it up on the internet up, oh, this guy already did it. Uh, but uh, and then you can still learn. I'm like how this person did something and so forth. Um, there's also like a lot of books about uh, entrepreneurship and things like that. So we there's do, a lot of research. We, there is a lot of research, and we found a really good source. Um, Cushman Wakefield puts out a study every year on food halls. Oh, really? And I'm not even sure how I found that, but it was a gold mine of yeah. experience. And uh, it was only the second report I think they had put out and in that report they don't do it anymore but thank goodness they did it then in the very back of the book 
they had the food halls listed by state yeah. and how big they were. Mm-hmm. So I went through there and I highlighted yeah. those that were just within our numbers, you know, space-wise. There were some that were, you know, three and four stories. And, yeah, you're like, this you too know, big, you 200, know. 200,000 square feet. No, we're not going to go see those. But yeah. let's go see some of these small ones. So um, they had a, a really good, and that also helped us in educating the city mm-hmm. and the state about food halls and what food halls like. in general yeah. exactly so we we compiled that into kind of a little research packet so that we could ex- oh i see what you're going to do and oh, i see how this works and gotcha so it was very helpful for us so yeah there's it's it's research talking to people visiting people mm-hmm. you know like i said getting trying to get people to talk to you about stuff was tricky some one guy just he spent three hours with us and he just downloaded everything oh really and it was amazing <laughs> yeah uh, so and then, then another lady was very you know standoffish so you know, you don't know who it was, but we weren't competing with them. I don't, it was just, they were, you know, mm-hmm. we're willing to share whatever we've learned. And we told people at, at different state levels, somebody's looking at doing one in another part of the state. We said, just call us. Yeah, We'll, we'll come you. visit you for a couple of days, tell you what we've done. Mm-hmm. We know everything about opportunity zones, mm-hmm. you know, just, we're happy to share our information we've learned. Let's, let's help somebody else. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess what I really wanted to kind of say about this is like, if, if you have an idea, I think even Matt and I talked about this entrepreneurship a little bit. It's like, if you have an idea, it's like, it's up to you and it's not going to be an overnight thing. That's basically Correct. the bottom line. It's it like, isn't. it's a, you, even like when I was like doing these vlogs and so forth, it's like, when I first started out, it was kind of like, well, this is probably not going to go nowhere. But the thing is, like, repetition and keeping sticking with something and not uh, letting it go, that's what sets a person that's really determined and so forth apart from other people that might try it out, like, for, like, just a little bit here and there. And then they're like, ah, I'm done. A lot of people just call it quits too fast. Exactly. And I wish Dave were here to address that because he's had – we've had several businesses that he started that mm-hmm. – some that have been sort of successful and some that haven't. Mm-hmm. And those were lessons learned yeah. so over the years. So yeah, he, I, I, it's I, not an easy road. Yeah, I've, I've thrown so many ideas mm-hmm. at the wall and it's like, what's sticking? Right. You know, it's uh, basically when it kind of comes from that. But uh, is there anything else you want to say about Second South Market? Um, like, uh, what, how, you know, you guys got a website, obviously. When are you guys uh, open? Uh, what's the hours typically? So the hours, um, the vendors, have different hours mm-hmm. and that's the nature of a food hall so okay. um full steam espresso opens first thing in the morning you know they six or seven or eight depending on the day of people the week. need to get their coffee they're like i'm uh, that's it i'm so angry without coffee <laughs> that's it and then the other vendors will open at 11 some close earlier so it, that's just the nature of the food hall mm-hmm. um and even sometimes when it's really slow sometimes we'll close early you know and that's just how it works but um, the folks can look at our, you know, really our Facebook page, or our website has the most current hours. We have some holiday hours that change and some might be open, some might not be. Mm-hmm. So the best place to do is either look at our website or website. Our, our, so our, website you, or Facebook is, so you got, you guys got the website, you guys got the uh, Facebook and we have an Instagram and an Instagram as well. Correct. Um, and you guys are always active on that. Very active. So yeah. it's always like, uh, the check, most current information is always yeah, there. Yeah. It's like, if you want to make sure you're following, uh, Second South Market on Facebook or Correct. Instagram, wherever you get your social media right. from pretty much. Um, and, um, yeah, I guess. Is there anything else that you feel like we've missed out? I think we got a good, uh, we got a good conversation here. You know, I we talked we, about everything. We have. Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I think uh, you know, we just love to to educate people on food halls and show mm-hmm. them our history wall. And 
We just welcome. I gotta go to see this in. history ball. I need to get some B-roll footage Please. of it, or, yeah. or some photos, or something like that. Uh, yeah. And uh, we're just really proud of our history, how the building has turned out, and and our vendors have been fantastic. And one of just one little cool thing is if they look, if they go to the restroom, you look up at the restroom sign. It's made of all the stuff that we found during demolition. Wow. Yeah. More shoes and tools from the twenties. And I wish everybody was like you and your husband, where they're taking these old buildings that are just sitting dormant, doing nothing to, for the community. And flip them to something like uh, you know something cool that everybody can uh, use. And I, I even you know like who's done something like that as well. The beard axe uh, people, axe. they've done it as well. So people yes. are doing it. And it's float, possible. And float magic across the street. Float magic. Yeah, it's it's slowly happening. People, it is. it's slowly happening. And again, this is not an overnight thing. It's a slow thing. And. Uh, it just takes time, basically. It does, and that's the we're in the warehouse district, and I know the mm -hmm. city is looking to improve that whole warehouse district. Yeah, that warehouse years. district. There's a lot of buildings there. They're just kind of sitting dormant, yes. and uh, slowly but surely, those will go ahead and get reactivated, almost kind of like because they're just sitting there right now. They are, and they're even like doing the whole thing with the children's museum exactly. thing. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things basically moving, you yeah. know, the things are constantly moving like here and there. So, uh, Twin Falls is we, as long as we keep, you know, I like this idea. I was like, Ooh, you know, you got the food hall. Now you can like have a uh, float magic. I don't know if it, uh, have you, have you done that? Cause I like, I, have. I, have. <laughs> I that's, that's so cool. I was like, it's like, you're in this pod and you're like, uh, I did one in, uh, I didn't do one here. I was going to do a video about it where, uh, cause not a lot of people even understand or can comprehend what's it's very that. unique. Yeah. It's very unique. It's like, they'll put you in a pod and it's like total pitch black. You can't hear anything. And you're just floating it feels like you're in space is what it is it's very strange it's, but it was it was wonderful and they have uh, so relaxing chairs yeah. in there that are wonderful and she has she has a lot going on over there and she's been very successful her her facility is beautiful yeah, she's done maybe the, you should you should introduce me to her and I then will. i'll see if i can get her to. on the podcast and she would I'll, love it and then i'll uh i'll go do the whole experience too it would be awesome it. she's wonderful yeah because i build a beautiful place yeah it and that used to be uh fat like fastenal with the little uh like the little uh tools and uh, little um um washers and things right. like that yes. different uh, exactly yeah, and stuff and like she's that turned it into a, a beautiful beautiful yeah building. it looks yeah was, I, I, when i saw that i was like we're getting a flotation place too that's awesome don't yeah. forget her massage chairs and she's got massage chairs see like i said i haven't really see i've been so busy with all these other projects that i have like i've been like my whole world has been like lights for the <laughs> for the longest I just been like lights this, lights that, lights this, you know. So I haven't really had time to go uh, try out all of these businesses and so forth. Um, so I, I definitely want to uh, jump into you that. You need to go over and uh, check it out. Float and then do a float session itself. Yes. People need to try that out. It's like a, it's like a at least try it out once to kind of see if you like it or sure. so forth. Um, what I've kind of learned is like I have too many hobbies. I'm like mountain biking. I'm like. That's uh, good. You know, scuba diving, snorkeling, you know, I've got too many hobbies. Like, so it's like adding something else is like, I got to carve out a little bit of time for, to Go do over that. Go there and get some relaxation from all Yeah, that. I know. That's what I, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a great example. Like I need to take a break and that's just good. float a there little bit. Go. 
in the, and again it really feels like you're in space because it's all pitch black you can't see anything and then you're just like floating mm -hmm. it's an interesting experience and then when you come out you're like where are we back on earth it is it's a <laughs> yeah like, there's no connection to earth there, there's it's no really connection amazing. to earth yeah it's like literally imagine being in space mm -hmm. and just floating uh right. through space yeah that's what I kind of figured out. It's like, this is how it would feel like if I was like in space and I could breathe and uh, just be floating out in the stars or something like that. Very unique experience. And it's right next to you guys too. It is. After they, uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe get some residual customers that they float and they're like, I need to go now take some, you know, get some food or something like that. It or maybe, happens, yeah. And yeah. our folks come over and we go over and we, you know, people walk in and they say, what's... What's Flow what's, Magic what's all What's Flow Magic? And then I, you can kind of... I can tell them and they'd go try it out. So yeah, it's a... We're good neighbors, I think. We mm -hmm. work, you know, we work well together. And you guys are not having any billboard wars. I know there was like this whole billboard wars or something. No, like we like, have a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> they had all these billboards, like things happening. That was fun. Uh, that that was was fun. It was like they were like, oh yeah, <laughs> like it was funny. It was like a good marketing it was. strategy. It I was, was like brilliant. So, um, and again, what? Uh, so once this, once we're all, everybody's back at a hibernation. Uh, what? What do you? What do you? What are you excited about? Uh, like. Uh, you know, like as soon as spring is here, we want everybody to just come back, uh, start eating, eat as much as you can at the food hall. Yeah. And I think when spring is here, I think we're going to see a lot more activity this time in the yard. Yeah. Outside. The yard. We, yeah. We with didn't... music. And who, who do you have? Do you have like, um, who do you have coming and uh, played there typically? Um, we love Heath Clark. Mm -hmm. Um, we're going to get him back. Um, we have Ellie May. Uh, we tried to get her last year, but she she was on The Voice, and she's fabulous. She's a local gal. What? Ellie May. She, yeah, Ellie May? The, and she's like... I uh, already have her booked um, oh. for this summer. Uh, so you're going to be like... You guys are going to be like sitting and listening to some really good music. Yeah. And yeah. we'll have... Uh, I, like I said, I think we're going to have much more music this year than we've had last year. We'll have Fridays and Saturdays. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to. And how many people can typically go outside, uh, sit? I think there's... You know, we can get 400. It's a lot. Yeah, yeah it's a and lot so of we've people. Been, we've encouraged people to, you know, when Heath Clark played last year, he played twice, um, and we knew he was going to bring huge crowds. We encourage people, and we're going to do that this year to bring their own chairs. We're mm -hmm. going to move. We move some of the. Um, bring your own lawn chair. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, just bring your own beach chair and just sit. There's places so yeah. Get some. Have, you can get some beer. I mean, like you guys are like like this is a party place, you know? Uh, like, it's kind of like enjoy some music and so forth. And there's uh, fire pits. Fire um, pits, they, they, yeah. They can, and it's dog-friendly. You know, we don't oh. obviously like to have them there when there's music, but... Yeah, that probably, um, like, would scare them. It's like when there's too much action. Yeah. It's like a, yeah. they kind of get freaked out, like, what's going on here? But people bring their dogs to yeah, you can. for lunch and dinner, and we have dog treats and dog bowls. And no. so we're ready for them. Yeah, and, you uh, know, I wish more places were, like, super dog-friendly because, mm. uh, you know, I have a dog. Uh, we love dogs. I know you do. Yeah, that's... Yeah. And uh, that's kind of like how we met, essentially, is through our dogs, I guess. I think we yeah, did. like uh, you guys uh, had that. Uh, Tess. Tess. You she still have. Twin Falls Tess. Twin Falls Tess. Yeah. She's now going to be, well, probably this year we're going to kick her off. She's going to be Second South Tess. Second South Tess. Yeah. And then we they have that whole pooch splash. I think yes. you were there too. Right. Uh, I see a lot. I see you in a lot of these venues. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're dog lovers. We're dog lovers. So. And we're just kind of like we're in the same kind of like uh, circles, right. it seems like. Uh, well, um, I think this is good. Um, I, I don't really have anything else that I really wanted to ask you. I think I've covered everything. We, we have new neighbors, uh, the whole history of it, what's there, what to order, 
man, we covered it. Like, this is this is a gold mine here, people. It's been fun. Yeah, we got a lot of good info. All right, Lisa. Well, I think I'm going to call it good here. I think we've hit about like an hour. Uh, an hour. This is an hour-long video. So, yeah. I just And the thing is, like, I don't edit anything here. I just cut back and forth of you and me talking and... That's the video. Beautiful. It's been fun. All right. Yeah. Well, see you guys on the next podcast. Thank you. And that's it. We got it.